Hello, everybody. Welcome to my next episode of my podcast. So it's almost four. No, it's three thirty. Um, I was like, you know what? I started recording this the other night, and then I got five minutes through it, and was like, no one's gonna listen to me talk about this. Like, this is not a topic to talk about. But I'm gonna do it anyway. So I'm gonna be talking about Tony Hawk. Um, not a very long episode, just. I don't know. I've looked up to Tony Hawk since I was a child and I was like, you know what? Let me do a little, just get to know Tony Hawk, do the basic rundown and then why I like him so much. I don't know. I didn't really have any, um, any like athlete role models other than Tony Hawk and Michelle Kwan when I was younger. And I loved watching skateboarding and like BMX stuff, um, as a child. And I still love watching that stuff, but it was just always so interesting. I never really was a fan of like Ryan Sheckler or like whoever was super big and like cute when I was a teenager, I guess. But um, yeah, Tony Hawk, I wrote like essays on him and did like PowerPoints and stuff for like projects and just someone that I really look up to still. So let's just get into the basics. So... Tony was born May 12th, 1968. So he's 52 now. Still young. At least in my opinion, I feel like that's still young. Um, he's on his fourth wife and has three children. So don't know. I don't know anything about his romantic life, but it doesn't matter. Not my business. Um, he became a pro skater when he was 14 in 1982. And he was the National Skateboard... Or yeah, he was the National Skateboard Association World Champion for 12 consecutive years which is crazy to me and um his nickname is birdman i looked it up because i never really knew why and it's because of his like hawk his last name and um his tricks and stuff and yeah he's also his um company that he's the owner of is called birdhouse so i guess that's fitting too pretty cool um so yeah and i learned some stuff that like i didn't other stuff that i didn't know like when I was younger, but when he was a kid, he was hyperactive or like described as hyperactive. And his mom said that like, he was really hard on himself and expected the best out of himself and to do like so many things. And he would get really down on himself if he didn't do something perfect. And um, I guess they like, he was tested for like the gifted program and he had a really high like um score or whatever and the school advisors placed him in advanced classes so he i guess through all that he ended up attending um this one middle school and eventually returned uh, for the show homecoming with rick riley and he set up this ramp and did like um demonstrations on it and his parents supported his skateboarding because it served as an outlet for all of his energy so I think that's really one really important that parents support their kids and stuff that they like to do or that they're good at. And that was, that's awesome that you can be good at something like that. So young, damn, like I wish I could do that. I remember when I was in sixth grade, I, I think I already told the story on a different episode, but I basically went down this hill really fast on a skateboard and ended up like flying off of it and skinned both my kneecaps. And it was it was just so bad. And I didn't really get on the board until like high school. But even then, like I wouldn't, I, could, I wasn't going to like try to do any tricks or anything. I was super traumatized. But it's something that I want to do now is maybe like take lessons or something or just kind of get out 
in a park or something and just practice. But I really want to be able like I watch all these videos of people on Facebook and stuff and they can do all these tricks. And I'm like, I why can't I do that? Is it too late for me to learn? Probably maybe, but we'll see. Um, anyway, in uh, June of 1999, he became the first skateboarder to land a 900, which is a trick involving the completion of um, two and a half mid-air revolutions on a skateboard. So he finally did it on the 12th attempt. And he said afterwards, it was like the best day of his life, which, yeah, I would imagine that would be amazing to do. Especially when you like are trying so hard to do something and you're like, I'm just going to give up. But no, Tony didn't give up. And he did that. One fact that I love as one of my favorites is he for um, Barack Obama's Father's Day celebration in 2009, he was invited to the White House and um, he skated in the hallways of the nearby old executive office building on the White House grounds. And it was the first time someone ever skateboarded on the White House grounds with permission from officials, which to me is like super freaking cool. Um, And then he was in 2009, he was inducted into the Skateboarding Hall of Fame um, at its inaugural ceremony, which, duh, like what? That's obvious. Um, So that White House thing is just so freaking cool to me because I'm like, Imagine that you are just doing your thing at home and then you're like, hey, I just got this invitation to go skate in the White House and no one else has done that before. I'd be like, heck yeah, I would freaking do that. And that's, I don't know, I just think that's really cool. Um, So yeah, as of April of this year, 2020, he's sponsored by Birdhouse, his company, Vans, Independent, Bones, and Nixon, and his current pro model shoe is the, the Proto. Um, So... Yeah, Vans is my favorite shoe, I think. So I've never had an uncomfortable pair of Vans. So, and he still skates pretty much daily. Um, I see his videos a lot and I felt his Twitter is so funny. Um, but I think one of my favorite videos of him like recently skating was when, I think this was last year actually, when his daughter was trying to drop in and he was like holding her hands and like, hyping her up and everything and when she finally drops in it made me just cry I don't know why I got so sensitive to it but it was such a cute video I was like that is a supportive dad we stand supportive dads um no I think that'd just be awesome to be able to do that with your parent um another thing that I want to just touch on real quick is how many injuries he's had he's had a ton of injuries which I guess is to be expected because he's literally risking everything every time he gets on a board um he's had his teeth knocked out three times and oh god I can't even imagine like having dental problems already it's I just like I can't imagine the pain it is to have your teeth knocked out he's been knocked out five times he's had corrective eye surgery he's had a bruised tailbone four stitches in the middle of his forehead um deviated septum corrected I don't know if that's from skating because people just get that done in general. So on the left side of his body, he has three, or he had three stitches in his thumb and then um, two screws in a fractured funny bone, which God, he said he, um, I guess he was doing like a gap commercial and he overturned and deck checked and said that was not a good combination and shot off of his board onto his elbow. And I don't, I couldn't recover from that that would just be so traumatizing for me because i hate funny bone stuff Ugh. 
He had a tattoo removed from his wedding finger, so definitely not skateboarding related unless their divorce was because of skateboarding, but I highly doubt that. Um, I don't I don't know anything about that. He's had a broken pinky, middle finger broken, hyperextended shoulder. God, that's got to be so uncomfortable. Torn cartilage removed from his knee and surgery. He's had at least 20 stitches in his shin and the scab he has now is the result of two incidents. Oh my God, no. I, the one thing that happened to me when I flew off the skateboard was enough for me to be like, I could, no, I don't want to do this for years. But he was like, I'm just going to keep on doing it. He um, sprained his ankle twice so bad that he couldn't walk on his left side. And then on his right side, he also sprained his ankle. Um, He had four stitches in his chin, but that was from a swimming pool incident when he was a child. And he cracked a second rib. Um, ha- yeah, at least 30 stitches in a shin. Um, sprained his right ankle four times so bad that he couldn't walk. So that's crazy. I think he's had over like 20 concussions, which, damn, that's terrible. And I don't even know. I've never, I don't think I've ever had one before, or at least not that I can remember. So I don't really know what that would even feel like, really. But, um, yeah, I think, I don't know, injuries just are pretty fascinating to me because I'm like, imagine if someone just never got injured by doing what they do. Oh, that sounds really stupid. But if he was like, yeah, I've done all of this stuff and have nothing to show for it, I'd be like, that's a lie. <laughs> um, oh, everyone knows about his game, the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, which I loved to play when I was younger. It came out in 1999. So I was... I don't think I started playing it until probably like 2001 or two, maybe. Um, but since the since that came out, it says he has 18 titles so far, including 10 main series titles, four spinoffs, and four repackages. And I want to get the the newest one. I I don't know if it's out or if it when it's coming out, unless it's already out now. But it's the Tony Hawk's Pro Skate for the newer systems and I think I wasn't it wasn't even that I was like super great at it when I was younger I just really enjoyed playing it um yeah he's been in hundreds of shows and movies and like all over the board from like kids shows on Disney and Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and PBS Kids and um to like MTV type stuff and you know crazy stuff but Oh, yeah, he was in Rocket Power. I do remember that. That was one of my favorites. Favorite, like, cameos. I love when celebrities or, like, anyone that I know of is in a show and they turn them into a cartoon. I really, I wonder if they've, I feel like I would remember if they did did that with Arthur. Uh, Arthur is one of my favorite TV shows. I still watch it. It's so good. I just really love Arthur the Aardvark. And, um... (laughs) This has nothing to do with Tony Hawk, but one of my favorite Arthur episodes is the one where he goes to the White House to meet Bill Clinton and he has pizza with um, the Clintons and the pizza just looks so fucking good for a cartoon pizza. Like there was no reason for that. Anyway, I think Arthur should do an updated episode with Tony Hawk and his three children. So that's my opinion for today. Um, In 2002, he started a show tour um, featuring like freestyle skateboarding, like BMX motocross type stuff. It started in Las Vegas and went on around to 31 cities and then eventually to Six Flags amusement parks. It was called Boom Boom Hug Jam, which I remember hearing that. 
and thinking like, well, I want to go to stuff like that. I didn't go to, I didn't go to anything like shows or concerts. My first concert was in 2008 and that was the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato concert. And that was the best time. But I definitely go to like a BMX or um, we used to go to like Monster Jam and stuff too. But I love watching people on bikes and anything with a motor and skates and stuff. Another thing that I want to do like for, for 2021, I have so many goals, um, but I really want to learn. I want to do roller skating. I used to love inline like rollerblading, but I think because of quarantine, maybe the trend kind of came out more of people getting into like roller skating um a girl that i used to work with at the salon is like this amazing skater and like all the videos that she posts i'm like how in the world and she's so young she's like i think she's 18 she just graduated high school and like has sponsors and like skate it's just amazing like watching her videos i'm like how in the world i think her whole family skates too which is super fun i wish like that's something that i would love to do that and like skateboarding um, when I was younger, I also had unrealistic expectations of like being a gymnast. And um, yeah, so I would not do that now. I can still throw a few flips here and there. But as far as like starting something new, I think hopefully I would be somewhat decent at skateboarding if I tried it or like roller skating now. I don't know. I guess I'll have to see as the year goes on. Um, yeah, it's one thing that's super crazy is like even with all those injuries, like he's still won't stop skating which is like some dedication and I'm sure there's so many other people that get really bad injuries at you know doing the things that they do for fun and what they love but I'm really weak I'd be like oh no no I get one like I skin two kneecaps off and I'm like never again never again um anyway in December of 2011, he was identified by Transworld Skateboarding Magazine as the second most influential skateboarder of all time after Mark Gonzalez, which super huge deal. I wonder, and like, I wonder how it must be to like sit and engage in a normal conversation with Tony Hawk and then him have all of these like achievements and just be like this, like, yeah, I did that. That's me and all my kids and we're doing fun. Um, so yeah, that's just super cool. Super cool. Yeah. And he's still, yeah, I think I already mentioned he still skates like every day, probably every day I would, I would think. Um, but there's like so many, I'll post some links. There's a video, another video of like all of his like best moments and stuff, which I think is really neat. I'll just, I'll sit and watch for hours at stuff that he does. And it was just one of those people that I really looked up to, um, just because he like seems so fun and whatever. And even now, like one of my favorite things about him is when he gets on Twitter and he tweets about people seeing him at the airport or just out in public in general. And they're like, Oh, you look like, you look like Tony Hawk. And he's like, yeah, that's crazy because I am Tony Hawk. And then sometimes people are like, no, 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 no. Um, or like when he's compared to like other famous people and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm just Tony Hawk. So that's, um, <laughs> that's something that I like to watch him tweet about. Also, he has this line where like I was on his Twitter one day and it was like, here's my number. Everyone text me. And obviously it's like a, one of those like, um, basic numbers that like you can text and get like automatic responses or whatever, but he's under my phone as Tony Hawk. Cause that's the number. And it was like every now and then he just send like, or his site or what, whatever controls this number and like texting scheme. He'd send out like, 
Happy Holidays from Tony Hawk or Merry Christmas from Tony Hawk or here's an update on my whatever. And I would just be like, oh, Tony, it's so nice to hear from you. Wow. Um, even though oh, stupid, stupid. Because uh, I'm like, wow, Tony Hawk's texted me. I'm going to have a great day. Um, when in reality, it's like, no, he didn't. Um, another thing that he used on like with his career and everything is he has the Tony Hawk Foundation and it basically helps to develop um, free, really high quality public skate parks in low income areas um, and by providing information and guidance on the skate park development process and through financial grants and stuff, which I think is really neat. Um, I saw something. It was a quote somewhere where they were basically thanking Tony for bringing a sense of like a new sense of health in the community for kids or anyone in general. I remember when um, I think it was Rob Deerdick or something that was, I don't, did I say that right? He opened up a skate park in Kennesaw. I think that's what his, someone, it was some skater. Um, and I would love to get like during the summers, just go and watch people skate and watch people skate with their dads. Or like sometimes there would be like, you know, like the older kids there and there'd be the younger kids and they'd be watching the older kids and watch them do all their tricks. And I never saw anyone that was, it would just seem like such a cool community to be a part of. Like dads would bring their kids, like their daughters or sons and teach them how to skate if they were a skater, like back in their day or whatever. And then watching like the older kids show the younger kids tricks and not being like jerks to them. Like I never, that's a community I've never seen any sort of like negativity around. There's also another place in Atlanta that I went and I think it was, it's like off of the belt line, but people were like doing scooters and skateboards and bikes. And these like little girls were on inland skates and they, oh my gosh, there are some talented people. Um, and then like going to, um, I was just like out and about watching people in general, if someone's like skating on territory that they probably shouldn't be skating on. But I don't know. I just always thought it was so much fun watching people do that and wishing that I could do that and knowing I did not have the skill to <laughs> So yeah, that's really, that's probably going to be a super short episode, but that's why I was like, I'm going to talk about Tony Hawk because I like him. And oh, also I just recent, I love watching hot ones. That's one of my things that I do in like my calm down time. And I didn't realize that he was on there and has, he was like the first live recording of it where they were at like the skating event and Tony's like got a background or like a bunch of people behind him watching and the host is like sitting there at the table and he's just like taking a break from his skating event to go eat some hot wings and answer questions. And it's, I love hot ones because I love watching people's reactions to really spicy things, especially if it's something that they don't really eat like on a normal basis. Um, and then having him answer, he just seems like the kind of guy you could sit down with and like have a beer with or just have a super chill conversation. But it was so funny. And um, yeah, I thought that was really neat that it was like the first live event that Hot Ones had ever done. And it was with Tony Hawk. And I, yeah, I just think he's super cool. I don't know. I don't know why, like where the um, like, I, I don't know, like why I just became so obsessed with him. I always loved watching skateboarding, gymnastics, ice skating, and cheerleading those are like my favorite things to watch even now and like dancing stuff on if I want to watch something like athletic but I always just love watching skateboarding and Tony Hawk just became one of those people that I was like yeah I can watch this person and totally become obsessed with their life and everything because they're so skilled and I don't know it's so weird but yeah 
I'm going to post the links um, for just like random stuff about him, I guess, and some videos and that one video of his daughter and the, I think I already talked about that where she finally drops in. It's just the cutest, the cutest video. I cry every time I watch it. I don't know why I make myself do that. Um, but yeah, I'll, between all of that information, hopefully you learned something. If you, I'm sure this was a pretty basic episode. I was just like, I just want to talk about Tony Hawk because he's one of my favorite people. But um, yeah, the whole skate park project thing was just, uh, or the, the Tony Hawk Foundation stuff. It's just super cool to me. I think that's really important that, you know, someone cares enough to put these things into cities where kids need an outlet, just like he needed an outlet for, and all these kids have different reasons or not even just kids, just people in general that need an outlet for something for whatever they're going through, which I think is super neat. And the fact that he's built 600 skate parks to date, or I guess a little over 600 skate parks worldwide, like that's just insane that's insane to me and he's only 52 so he's like still young I there's no telling what else he's gonna do he seems like he's in a pretty good place I think that I read he's like worth 135 million billion I don't know I don't know never mind don't quote me on any of that stuff um oh yeah his net worth is 140 million I was like I don't know definitely not billion that's stupid it's in my defense it's almost four o'clock so whatevs but um yeah i don't know i don't really have anything else to say i tony hawk and michelle kwan those were the two people that i really loved and like i don't really have anything i think michelle kwan was on an episode of um queer eye and that was so cute because um jonathan van ness is like so he like he started learning ice skating and gymnastics and can do all these flips and he's just having the you know what if he can do it then i can learn how to skateboard at 27 i don't think that's i don't think that's wrong of me to think so <laughs> send me your support um but yeah that's i guess that's all i have to talk about in this little episode about tony hawk so i hope that you got some entertainment out of it and if you didn't that's fine i'm not gonna be mad about it so yeah um have a great night thank you for listening again really appreciate it be nice to people because you just should be nice and also don't go out for new year's please just have a nice covid free evening with your pals if you can if you order food be nice to people just be nice in general it's hard out here for everyone okay <laughs> bye